Queer Longing, a podcast where we discuss and explore everything that we're longing for and living for in our queer community. I'm Olivia Taylor. And I am Lucy Sassel. Merry Christmas! <laughs> Step into the Christmas episode. It's the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> queer Longing everywhere. Step in. Yeah. Yes. Hello. Welcome. Merry Christmas. This is our bumper bonanza Christmas epic. I love when things are described as bumper. Yes. Because it just means it just means sort of like big and large out of this out of this world. It's just so cheering to me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, I also like Bonanza. Way. I think does that as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, especially in, in the festive season. Bonanza makes me a bit nervous. Ooh. Like, will I have to just like go and retreat into like a small cloakroom for a bit, mm. like while everyone else is bonanzering? You might, but like you'll be fine with it. You won't mind. Okay. And then you'll feel the better for it. Come back out, have another sherry, be fine. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I mean, any party can be made better with the odd sherry. <laughs> Famous. And after eight. Yeah. Hello, it's no. us two old women. I don't I don't agree with mint chocolate, as you know. Oh, mm. yeah. I mean, I don't like an after eight either. No, no, I don't think I do like mint chocolate. Although I do like mint chocolate chip ice cream, and that's a very interesting fact. That's a bit different, I mm. think. Um, it's the coolingness of mint. Yeah, whereas, with the cold ice cream. Yeah. But with like mint chocolate, no. And especially mm. after eight, because it is the consistency of toothpaste. Yes. Wrapped in dark chocolate, that's, why? That's why I don't like it, because it's the creme. Yeah, I don't, yeah. don't believe in the minty creme. I can have a push. You know, sometimes, like, in the 90s, when your parents had, like, dinner parties, <laughs> and there was those chocolates that were, like, in a hexagonal box, and they were, like, sort of round coins, and they were, like dark chocolate, and they had, like, little, like, minty crystals in. Yes, I cannot remember what those are called, but no. yes. I can have... Those are very sort of Christmassy, and I, at a push, I could have, like, one to two of them. Yeah, I can have one at a real push. But it, but that's... The texture is fine, because it's, like, that crunchiness, which is fine. Yeah. In the same way, I, I can have a uh, mint chocolate, uh, what they call, matchstick. It's the same thing, It's the same yeah. thing, isn't it? It's the crunchiness that's fine. But, what we don't believe in is the minty crumb. No, the best one is the chocolate orange matchstick. Yeah, love them, obviously. Yum. Obviously, I'm not dumb. No, just not dumb. <laughs> Um, yeah, so welcome to Christmas. We've officially stepped in. How how are you feeling on the Christmas ometer of um, ho 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 and cheeriness? I'm feeling decidedly low on the ho ho ho, which is sad for me because mm. usually I'm really really high. But I'm hoping by the time this episode comes out, this which will be this time next week, I will be up there with the angels. Cut to the feeling. Having all the Christmas fun times. Yeah. Just uh, at the moment, not quite there. I've just, it's sort of um, not the first thing on my mind. So it's like taking a bit of a backseat. That's fine. It's one year. Off of December 12th. Off this, of December 12th. The day that this comes out. Which will have already, no, no, no. This will have already happened. This, oh, this yeah. comes out on December 18th. 18th, yeah. Yeah. So. We'll be well into that new world, whatever yes, that means. Yes, whatever that new world is, we will be there. At least we will be there. Yeah. <laughs> at the moment it's very much the main thing I can think about. So yeah. Um I, vo- I, I voted today. Oh you did? Yeah you put your little postal vote in. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Slipped it through the left box. <laughs> Not the left box, the post box. I thought your post box, I saw your little video of it, mm. looked like a bin. Which I like because it's you know it's like an average post box. Yeah. So I was like, what are you doing? Don't put the bin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trolling everyone by being like, whoop, whoop, yeah, whoop. vote to the bin. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't the bin, but it kind of looks a bit like it could be. But yeah. It's not. It's yeah. fine. It's um, definitely, it's in the post. I can show yes, you. Yes, good. Yeah. So I am feeling. I, I'm still feeling quite festive, but I'm trying to push myself to feel more festive when I need a, da- a down moment, an, out- an outside moment from all the election yeah. bits. Um, how are you feeling on the Christ- 
crisometer? Well, I think, you know, you can't sustain a really, really heightened level of Christmassiness for like five or six weeks because that's just unsustainable. And I think we started off really strong. Yes, we did. So you were feeling Christmassy then. Yeah, yeah. And so you're you're Christmas again. And that's why I was thinking, (laughs) she shall Christmas again. Mm. And that's why I was thinking is that actually it probably will be good for me to have it just as like a really intense bit for like a couple of weeks because usually I do try to do like very intense whole month or whatever mm. and that's a bit too much maybe maybe but, and maybe this will be the best way and you know just see how you feel by the end of this bumper app yeah well <laughs> will I be bonanza or not <laughs> <laughs> only you can say um, I can give you a sherry if you'd like while oh, you're driving no, I'm driving sorry sorry Sadly. everyone yeah I can't have a sherry tonight um how's your week been um yeah it's been fine um I went to my first like Grown up, um, ba- well, grown up, one year olds party. Oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the yeah, sense yeah. of like they're the they're the least grown up. But I feel the most grown up for having been there. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and it's, it's not much you were the adults at the party. Yeah, because it was like my friend's baby, and not just like some kind of you know auntie's second child that I'm going Absolutely, to with yeah. like my mom. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just like went there on my own, and I like went early to like help decorate and put the sandwiches out. Aww. You know, like I'm like the friend of the mom. Yes, you are. Yeah, mom's mom's pal. Gal yeah, pals. yeah, yeah. Gal pal there putting out the finger sandwiches. I know, and I and I got him um, a little Christmas outfit, and I got Aww. him a little um, baby's first laptop. What the fuck is that, Olivia? It's 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 <laughs> for learning. <laughs> It's it's you know um what is it? You know those like VTech things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, so it's, it's, that, it's not like a like a like a MacBook Pro. Yes. <laughs> Baby baby's first Google tablet. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, no, okay, great. Um and did he have a nice time at his party? He had a nice time, but he was a bit overwhelmed and he did a few oh, cries about yeah, it. But then he hard. had a few corn sausages and he enjoyed those. <laughs> And um, yeah, I managed to get a couple of pictures with him when he wasn't too upset. Lovely, but um, yeah, it's a lot for it's a lot for a baby. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My my nephew's first birthday party was a lot. Yeah, busy, very busy, and he had three cakes. Whoa, I know, loads of cakes, a lot of cakes. Um, yeah, so I did that, and then got a busy week upcoming. How about you? Uh, yeah, I have. We went to see Moona, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did go and see Moona. They were so good live. They were amazing live. They were like very, very like one of those bands you see live and they basically sound like their album which is impressive like you know they sound like their recorded tracks which yeah. is always really cool um, they really put on a good show people were absolutely living for it it was great they were nice queer huns and um, it was a good time so that was a nice time um, and then I also went to another gig this weekend Olivia <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I went to Wakefield to see the Bon Jovi experience how was oh my god living on a prayer it was <laughs> it was amazing it was so funny so i went with my two mates from uh uni um who were planning to go forever they actually i actually found out for them it had been in the pipeline for many years wow and you're just piggybacking on <laughs> yeah, this and I was big like, oh god moment. sorry it's yeah. like your date night i'm sorry <laughs> and they were like no, no no it's fine it's fine we wouldn't want anything more and then um we went it was hilarious they're actually a very good um tribute band mm-hmm. um all the hits lots of like swaying and holding hands and and uh putting our putting our fists up to the air and the the guy was playing bon playing yeah playing bon jovi was hilarious uncannily similar looking he kept going oh you're here to rock tonight yeah (laughs) are you having a good time yeah and it was so funny and it was so good and we loved it loads had a really good night and um we decided that every christmas we're going to get together and go to see a tribute act oh that's a great tradition merry merry tribute 
Okay. So we're going to each year try and do someone different and like have a great time doing it. That is brilliant. Yeah. So it was really the kicked off and the inaugural crib, crib, tribute. I keep saying tribute, yeah. but it's tribute. This is a tribute. This is a tribute. You've got to believe me. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. So I've had a very good weekend, but a very lots of late nights this weekend. And then. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. We went to Fatty Acid as well. We did. We? Yeah, that was really fun. Loads of good performance again and loads of live people having a nice time. It was dead busy. Really busy. Always, always a good turnout for a nice queer fatty acid at Partizan. That was a really nice time. And yeah, just had a chock-a-block week, weekend of socialising. And what are you living for and longing for this week? Uh, I am sort of a joint one because I'd be lying, you know, to try and make it a bit separate. But it's basically just Christmas, isn't it? Mm. You know? And the actual at event the of, of it. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's just Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So I am, um, yeah, I am longing for my Christmas break. I've got like more than a week off. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm longing for not speaking to you for two weeks while you go home for Christmas. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't want to say it, but you have. Fine. <laughs> I actually hell. don't mean it in that way. I mean it in the way of like, when you go home for Christmas, it's literally like, goodbye. To everyone. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you mean that? In general, you mean that about me? No, I mean that about you. <laughs> like, like you, like you're very much Christmassing. I clock off. Yes, yeah, you I do. Clock off, you clock, clock off. You check out, <laughs> and that's just you Christmassing. Yeah, well, Christmas is like huge in my household, and um, I am always like uh, in the past couple few years, I've become like the sort of circus ringmaster of the event, where I have to like put on. All the activities, people really? t- they they turn to me like a flower um, leaning towards the Christmas sun, the winter sun. Yeah, a, yeah, a beautiful snowdrop. Oh, yeah, lovely. Turning towards the the what's that star called? The North, North star. star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So it's a very busy time for me. I have lots of activities to arrange, and I still have not even finished doing that yet. Oh, but actually, please, will you do? Mm. Um, so, as we all know, I'm staring down the barrel. Yeah. And that's going to be happening on Christmas Day. It is. And do you remember a few years ago, and I don't think we did it last year, or maybe even the year before, but we did do it for a few years, and it was really, really good. Do you know what I'm talking about? Our tech. Yes. Yes. We need to bring that back. We do now more than ever. <laughs> this is what 2019 needs. Yeah, well, in 2020. In 2020, yeah. So, we used to send texts that were like, Merry Christmas slash Happy Birthday for you, texts yeah. that were like all... Were they just were they just song titles and no, song lyrics? It was it spe- no, more it specifically. It was a it was a summation of all of our in jokes of the year. from the year. Right? Yeah. We, okay. Yes. I, I think I'm just thinking because some of them were songs. Yeah. Some of them were. Some of them were songs. But yes. it, it was in like a like a happy Christmas, happy birthday, yes, exactly. style like, like, like may your whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like yeah. May you not agree with it. Yes, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, God, you, God, you haven't done that in so long. I'm going to have to write like four volumes yeah. after this year. Okay, well, I'll do like, yeah, a full like encyclopedia yeah. text. I, I need I need a really good one because it's my big three. Yeah, you do need a really good one. You deserve it. So I'll, um, right, that's another thing I need to get to work on. And maybe, and maybe some advice in there as well. Oh, you know, because I'm, I'm reaching a milestone age. Yes, maybe just some, uh, some some words of wisdom. Okay, right. And I expect from you back just like everything that a Taurus is. Oh, well, you, you'll get it and then some, as you know. Exactly. You don't need to wait for that text. Uh, yeah, no, I do not. It's, yeah. it's there whenever it you need it. It will be there. It will be like a stocking full of Taurus balls. On a, yeah, balls on, a, on Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, well, yes, that is basically what I am living and longing for. What about you? 
Um, I am living for all of my Christmassy appointments that appointments. I have. Yes, <laughs> appointments to view. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got, got coming up. Got a lot of Christmassy bits. So um, tomorrow, which is, will have already happened when this goes out, but as we mentioned, we're going to Sydney Street Cafe yeah. for a gorgeous vegetarian Christmas banquet. Yeah, it should be really And um, the proceeds of that are going to be going towards the Proud Trust, which is fantastic. Really looking forward to going out and supporting that with you and our friends Tom and Jamie. And um, I do have to say that I am longing for another Christmassy appointment on Thursday. So it's one of my work Christmas dues, having two, but one of them is on Thursday. Yeah. Because the other one got changed because it's election day, but we're still, we're doing both. So I'm doing like an afternoon thing on the Thursday. And then after that, I'm going to Lucy Spraggan in the Devil's Ass Christmas show spectacular bonanza. I just remembered you're going to that. Oh my fucking God. I cannot wait to hear all about that. Lucy Spraggan in the devil's ass. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you're not from like Manchester or like the Peak District, you might know what the devil's ass is. Oh, and you're... No, I thought you were going to say, if you're not from Manchester or the Peak District, you might not know who Lucy Spraggan is, <laughs> which is also quite true. Oh, oh, well, no, if you're from Brighton, you probably knew her as well. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the devil's ass is a cave um, in Castleton. Yeah. In the sort of Peak District y area mm-hmm. um so you can there's like they like do concerts and different events and things in there and she is performing there over two nights i believe the thursday Jesus. and the friday this double week. bill double spraggan bonanza <laughs> Hollapalooza. <laughs> amazing so i absolutely cannot wait for that i am actually longing for it that, i think it'll be so it, good yeah it'll be very 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 entertaining mm-hmm. let's just say Definitely. Great. So, it's our Christmas Bonanza episode. How would you like to crack things off? I have got Christmassy news, Christmassy tidbits. We've got oh, stuff from Celine. We've yeah, got... we've got Christmassy consumables. We've got Christmas movies. We've got where, Christmas recommendations. Where do you want to go first? Let's go... Let's go a little bit of Christmassy news. Okay. Throw it at me. Throw it at me. You've got it. Well, um, I want to bring you a very heartwarming story, first of all. <laughs> so, um, last Sunday... Um, this is about a lot of a lot of very gorgeous and cute dogs, and um, these dogs have managed to break the record for the biggest number of dogs wearing Christmas jumpers. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty dogs at the event, with more than one thousand of their human friends. Oh and my God. They wore their very best Christmas jumpers and their little reindeer outfits and Santa hats. And this took place in Battersea Park in London, and they broke the previous world record, which was three hundred dogs, and that was set back in two. 2017 and the save the children spokesperson who um the money was being raised for said a huge thank you to every dog and owner who helped us break the world record for most dogs in christmas jumpers um so yeah um you can it's it's um a news round article so you can easily find that and see a lot of cute pictures of very cute dogs in very cute christmas jumpers so a heartwarming christmas news story don't you think lucy Honestly, Olivia, the fact that we do not have an entertainment television program where we go through things like this is beyond me. I know. We really, <laughs> we, we just... really do bring the important stories to the forefront. Yeah, we'll, we'll boot Piers Morgan off in 2020. Oh, absolutely. 2020 has to be the year that they get rid of Piers Morgan. It'll be you and I. Yeah, it'll be you and me. Like we said, year of the reckoning. Exactly. Wow. 
Um, so that, that's what's going on Lovely. there. Also, interestingly, um, BBC News posted an article about ideas of how to have a more sustainable festive season. Oh, very nice. So as we all know, we're trying to be a lot more conscious um, because we're all going to... Um, Dine a burning... Yeah, Dine a burning hellfire, hellfire of our own making. Yeah. So um, in order to try and combat that or at least stave it off a little bit, um, the BBC has posted this helpful article. So <laughs> it tells you um, how to do your <laughs> wrapping paper. It has a very scary picture of Father Christmas on it. Um <laughs> It's got some information about what Greta Thunberg's saying about it. You can plant trees. Oh, you yeah. can, um, you know, reuse your gift wrapping. And it just has a lot of, um, a lot of like gift ideas about buying organic and recyclable clothing and beauty products and um, solid soap ranges like we were talking about the previous week. Bamboo products like they do bamboo toothbrushes and things like that. Pledging money to charities or using vouchers for experiences rather than for material items. Yes. So. Very importantly, do not just buy gifts for the sake of it. Really think about maybe an experience or maybe just like some food that can be used up, you know, will be used. Don't don't just buy crap. Yeah. Also in the um, festive news round robin, Walmart has apologised over um, their festive jumper gaff because um, the display on the front of the Christmas jumper is actually an image of of Father Christmas wrecking up cocaine. How the hell did that happen? And also with the phrase, let, let it, it snow. snow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, apparently it was bought by some third, bought in by like a third party Canadian company and they just weren't across It's just this. bizarre that like, yeah, no, that, that things like that can happen where like not, it, it hasn't been through enough people that no one's been like, um, do you know what? Should we not do that? Yeah. And the... I, mean, and, I quite like it. But. And the, the worst part of the whole thing that they managed to miss, which is a bit dodgy, but um, the description of the item said, mm. we all know how snow works. It's white, powdery, and the best snow comes straight from South America. What? I know. How I bizarre. No. Someone's having an absolute troll session there. Yeah. They are like, I can get away with this. I'm going to. I'm to... Better play to them. <laughs> it reminds me a bit um the the sort of demented Father Christmas on this. He's very scary. He's very scary, but also very South Park. Yes, incredibly South Park. Like I feel like Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh could just be sat right <laughs> next to him on that sofa. Absolutely. Well, what a stunning roundup of little Christmassy news. Anything else? Um oh yes, well um I have the Christmas sandwich taste test from The Guardian. Oh. I always enjoy reading that. So before we start, have you tried any Christmas sandwiches from the supermarkets? No. No, okay. Well, you'll be not interested to. in this. But no, but I, I, I would like to know what comes out on top. Maybe I'll get one. Okay, well, I'll cut to the feeling and cut to the winners. Absolutely. So there's um, there's like a, a Christmas lunchy sandwich winner and then there's like a, an other winner. Okay. So the winner is Pratt's Christmas Lunch. Right. Um, three ninety five. That got a four out of five. I do really like that sandwich. You had it, yeah. I've had it many a time. Is it like turkey and bits? Yeah, but it's the only sandwich that... Um, says that it's free range oh, meat lovely. so it's not going to be as and it's not very mayonnaise and the other ones were really suffering from a deluge of mayonnaise I, I can imagine that yes um and then the other like non-christmas lunch option is the morrison's wensleydale and spiced fruit chutney 
and that's three pounds and that one in that category oh, and they've described it as essentially an Eccles cake and cheese between two slices <laughs> of lightly fruited panettone um, which I don't think sounds the worst no no it doesn't so well, great there you go some sandwich news just for you maybe you can um, squeeze one more week of um, Christmassy sandwiches into your festive season and the last bit of Christmas news I have is um, some very heartening news which is that um, the Christmas nativity scenes stolen baby Jesus has now been returned. So it had um, been missing, well, stolen from Cardiff's German Christmas market, which was raising money for um, a local church. And um, they said that the theft earlier this month was not really in the Christmas spirit. And without (laughs) the baby Jesus, there is no Christmas. Very Christmassy. I know. And last year, more than £2,000 was donated by people having their picture taken with the scene and donating to an honesty box. Wow. Um, So, yeah, it was returned to the market's um, nativity scene. The Reverend has said that she's delighted. And um, they're very grateful for the generous donations. And um, that's, yeah, very heartening that... Um, the order has been restored. Oh, hasn't it just? Thank, thank God baby Jesus can come back to his little crib. Thank goodness. And this concludes my Christmas roundup of news. Oh, Olivia, you've outdone yourself. Oh, thank you. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> uh, shall we move on to some Christmas consumables? Absolutely. Because you and I, in a, I would say a quite normal pre-drink uh, situation. Yes. Watched Let It Snow. Absolutely. On Netflix. So normal of us. So normal. On Netflix, it's Netflix's new, made for Netflix, teen Christmas film. Yeah. What did you think? I really liked it. Yes. Um, I thought that it was... Um, we sort of described it as like a Christmassy book smart slash super bad. Yes. Um, in slash the, love actually. Yeah, slash love yeah. actually in that it was like quite silly and teeny but then it had kind of like these like different vignettes and sort of flitted between these different characters which all sort of intersected yeah exactly in a way yeah um and yeah i thought it was i thought it was um a bit it felt it felt a bit fresher and also because it's that teen genre what i liked about it similarly to booksmart is that it didn't um as i said to you previously rely on all of those old sort of tired tropes like actually it was booking a lot of trends in what could have been you know a fine but very sort of traditional and maybe slightly boring um teen christmas conflation yeah absolutely but um i like that they tried to do things a little bit differently in that regard and um they didn't kind of like fall back on tired stereotypes yeah where they could have what did yeah. you think no i really liked it i was surprised by how much i liked it there were some actual like jokes in there that i thought were funny as opposed to just laughing at it yeah um which surprised me i thought there were good good characters that weren't completely like surfacy like considering it was like based literally around one sort of day and night it like managed to make you feel like you knew the characters a bit which is quite good um had some nice like touching stories some good queer representations there was a good Leslie storyline um yeah. about sort of you know one very out and proud Leslie and one who's not not quite so ready and sort of trying to manage how you come out in high school and stuff like that which is quite difficult yeah and I, I what I really liked about the queer storyline was similarly to what we discussed about the queer storyline in atypical is that it doesn't shine. I think it's Liv Houston, isn't it, who plays the main um, character in Let It Snow, who is in the queer storyline with Ginger Hair. Well, anyway, I don't know. I think I think yes. it's I think that's what her name is, and um, I really liked how similarly to in the atypical story, it kind of celebrates um, 
it celebrates somebody kind of owning their own emotions and being honest about like what's not right and and actually being able to express yourself because there's this moment where you know she's sort of gaslit by this girl who is they do sort of present it in a in a fair way that not like she's this evil person but just that she's going through a lot of stuff and it's you know quite difficult for her but also that doesn't mean that Liv Houston's character has to be treated really badly and so she's really confused by this behaviour where she's acting like she doesn't know her when they'd like had this night together and she thought it was maybe going somewhere and she kind of goes over to her and confronts her but not in a mean way and not in like um a sort of I don't know um a reductive way to kind of like score points she's just like really emotionally open and raw and it's just like you know like I know that you might be going through some stuff but the way that you're behaving is you know really hurting me and like that's not okay so when you're doing this it's making me feel this way yeah and I think that like sending that messaging on such a mainstream movie that like you know, it's okay to stand up for yourself in terms of your own emotions um, is really, really powerful. What I didn't agree with is bloody Tobin saying he was going to murder that other guy. Yes, that was a bit off. So no. there was one of the other storylines was between Kim and Shipka off of Sabrina Teenage Witch, yeah, and, her, and, and who was known as the Duke. Yeah. <laughs> She was she was one of the lads. She was gay rights. Yeah, she was proper gay rights, but unfortunately not gay rights in the end. No. And um, she was like, her and her childhood best friend were having like a, oh, are we in love with each other moment. Yeah. Anyway. And then there's like, this other guy called JP. JP Lapierre, who yeah. was the absolute highlight hun of the, of the whole he thing. He was the best character. I loved him loads. Because yeah. he was super great and nice and just like wanted to hang out with everyone. And then like when it wasn't like that the Duke wanted to go out with him, whatever, he didn't care. He was just like, yeah, you go do you. Like yeah. I'm just having a great time. And he was really supportive of everyone. And I just love JP Lapierre. Real vocal feminist and wears yes. shit out of a gilet. Oh, really does. Well done, JP Lapierre. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, but there was this bit where um, Tobin, who is the other ch- the childhood friend who wants the Duke, was like annoyed about... <laughs> annoyed about her hanging out with jp lapierre mm. and like said something about murdering him yeah and then was that no once they had got to, oh no it's just before they got to get had a kiss yeah, and he was and like, he went, like when i thought you were gonna, when be, I thought with you were gonna be with him i was gonna like fucking kill everyone and yeah, like and, and, and murder it was him. really horrible and it was like oh i mean me and you just went oh yeah like, it was not good it was not a good bit especially when you have a character like jp who um was being like an out and proud feminist and also there was like this like queer storyline where people were being really like honest about their emotions and yeah being, you know that it, sort of consideration it, it was, the, was it was, was the evident one bit of offness in it yeah which is unfortunate yeah um but still very much worth worth a watch and it's you know it's high school and christmas what more could i slash you slash anyone want i know it was definitely uh the perfect prologue to the going out play oh, for absolutely. us yeah we were ready to go after that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so watch Let It Snow because you won't regret it. Yeah, have you watched any other Christmas movies? Well, the other one that we mentioned on the podcast last week and we did not watch together, but I believe we have both watched separately, is The Night Before Christmas. K-N-I-G-E-H-T. Wait, no, no, can I eat it? Don't you mean the K-Night The K-Night, sorry, of course. The K-Mart before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All takes place in a supermarket. And I do think there is a Christmas film where that exact storyline happens. Oh, I think there must be. There is. In a supermarket. No, it's a toy shop. Oh. Whether they're overnight, they get locked in. Yeah, what is that? Uh, oh, God. Um, look it up, look it up. The Greatest Store in the World. Ah, I've not actually seen that. Oh, it's a great one. Is it? Okay, yeah. wow. I'll add it to my 1,000 long list. Um, yes, so 
so let us talk the K night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I watched that on a uh, serious hangover post Bon Jovi with my friends who are staying with in Leeds. Oh my word, what what a film. That is a, that is your classic Christmas film. Yes, but also none of it makes sense. Oh my God. It was awful. <laughs> and this is like, Let It Snow was surprisingly good. This was surprisingly bad. Yeah, but excellent. But I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Honestly, some of Vanessa Hudgens' best work. Oh God. <laughs> so there was basically this whole sort of storyline was that there was, uh, oh, and I just, I have to say, one of my absolute favourite things about it was that the knight, so the knight comes from England, and not mm. just anyone in England, Norwich. Yeah, Norwich. made me laugh so much. Yeah. And it's, was, like, it's like Julian of Norwich. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Um, and he, like, gets sent into the future by this, like, old crone to go and, like, find his, yeah. find his fulfil his true knightly, like, Quest. And I kept forgetting that's, that's what she was calling, kept calling her the old hag. Oh, yeah. No, that's what, that's what I always kept saying. And I was like, it's the crow, not yeah. hag. Um, yeah. And obviously his his quest is to take place in Ohio. So he gets sent to Ohio from Norwich. Mm. And one of my absolute favorite lines in the whole thing was like when someone asked him where he was from and he said, I hearken from Norwich. <laughs> Are you going to start saying that about Hume? Yes. I hearken from Hume. Um, and I just thought it was stupid and hilarious. And like, she just like lived in this insane world where she had a fucking huge guest house. Yes. Which was yeah, as large like, as like any normal come house. To my, come to my pool house, even though I'm a but a lowly teacher. Yeah, I'm a lowly teacher. I barely know you. I live yeah. here on my own. You're but a strange then, man who doesn't know anything about the reality of things. Yes. And, is, and, is, and also come and live with me. And also just come and live with me. Come yeah. live with me. But also like when she was saying, oh yeah, like come to my like guest house, which is like even more giant than like all of our houses put yeah. together. But then she did say that she had inherited it off her parents. Yes. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. In comes her sister, yes. who has a husband and, and a young and child. A larger home. And it's just like, <laughs> what? So why is she living in this giant castle on her own? I know, with like 1,000 wreaths everywhere. Yeah. Like there was so much Christmas decoration, and yet she hadn't put the tree up. No. Yeah, I found that shocking. Um, and, I, and also, there was a 1,000 wreaths, but she was like, I can't get the Christmas decorations out this year. I'm too sad. Yes, The whole place sense. is covered in wreaths. Yeah, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Put yourself together, whatever your name was. Can't yeah, remember. I can't um, remember. All I, what I do remember is that his name was Cole, which is a really, really not British name. No, it's not. Like, as a last name, yes, but as a first name, um, no. Yeah, and, and they kept calling him... Cole um, from Norwich. They kept calling him Sir Cole, which sounded like Circle. <laughs> yes, that's what we were saying. Oh, my God. We had the same experience watching this film. Of course we did. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. I loved it loads. Um, I would recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> Even, I, if you, But you know what you're getting yourself into, and definitely watch it with someone to make jokes with. Yeah, like, if you only like good things, then it's not for you. No. But if you like bad things like us, then it's worth it. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and... Um, um, just loads of fun and yeah couldn't couldn't um couldn't recommend highly enough maybe <laughs> so that's what we've been watching in terms of christmasy bits have you been listening to any christmasy music have you got a very very special ho 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 christmas track of the week yes well there's actually been a few christmasy um yeah. songs that have come out in the past week so there's one from Katy perry which um oh i've not heard that yeah i'm like not really like too into it it's fine um but it's kind of not i don't think it's gonna like blow the wind through your hair like too much it's called cozy little christmas okay uh but listen to it and see what you think Mm -hmm. and that one came out in this past week um also honorable mention to taylor swift's christmas song which i believe is called um my christmas tree farm i think it was just christmas tree christmas tree farm right We, we watched the video for that just before didn't we 
Yeah, and it's all archive footage of tiny Taylor Swift at like her Christmas tree farm, don't know, winter getaway. Winter getaway sledging haven. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like the most peak Taylor Swift ever. But what I did like about it is that it really does harken back to her country roots, like the style of the song. Harken from Norwich. Yes, harken from Norwich. And just how it was kind of like not trying to be anything but just like a classic Christmas yes. cute thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very sweet, nice and like just, yeah, a cosy Christmas Yeah, song. and yeah. like she didn't rap in it, so I was grateful for that. No, always grateful yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I did really enjoy, did you see her like um, mega mix on the AMAs the other week? No. Yeah, that that's, sounds good. That was good. Oh, I'll watch that. Um, yeah, you should. Um, and also Shania Twain did it as well, but it's quite sad because Shania Twain's got Lyme disease yeah. and her voice isn't the same as it used to be. Oh, and, but Shania. she did a, a, a mashup and it was still really good and um but you could tell she was kind of like straining a bit mm-hmm. um and then it kept cutting to taylor swift who was like maniacally like screaming all of the words like oh, really? really like supporting her which i thought was really cute <laughs> that's cute um yeah so enjoyed that but um, my actual winner of christmas track <laughs> of the week is um from self-esteem and it's their christmas track called all i want for christmas is a work email yes um <laughs> so, sort of uh i think sort of a bit of a satirical take on christmas and what it means to various different people yeah and how like you know um i, I think there's kind of a, a pressure to have the best time ever but like if yeah. you're with the wrong people it just feels so crap yeah and for a lot of people like they're you know you're forced to go back to your family situation and that might not be the best for everyone or like you might just yeah not being able to enjoy yourself as much as like everyone seems to want you to and therefore it's not the best yeah and I think that you know it's yeah like you say like it speaks to a lot of different versions of that whether it's like unhappiness in a romantic relationship Mm. with family or in fact like you might not have a lot of people around at that time of year or whatever or it brings up sort of sad memories and stuff I wouldn't say it's like a sad song it's more sort of like sardonic and sort of like switching things on its head a bit absolutely but i think for those people who aren't necessarily um full of kind of i don't know the sort of more the sort of more like saccharine christmas vibe maybe this is the christmas song for you yes good recommendation what about you and just on the note of self-esteem we are going to see self-esteem do a very special piano christmas show christmas piano show on the 20th cannot wait for that with um our very good friend and previous guest on the podcast sophie galpin will be on the piano oh shout out to sophie on the keys yeah we cannot wait for that that will be very very i hope that self-esteem is just uh rebecca was just on the top of the piano having a proper christmas all the time draped in red velvet oh of course absolutely no other way way. (laughs) (laughs) what was your um christmas track of the week this week have i got a treat for you oh okay (laughs) oh my god have you recorded an original song yeah (laughs) merry christmas harken from you i come here today anyway um, to play you this tune. Yeah, that is exactly the rhyme I should have gone with. Mm. But I'm very tired. Okay, well, that's, okay. What, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> I also spent an inordinate amount of time this weekend when I got to Leeds, when I was in my friend's house, over and over, listening to the new Robbie Williams Christmas album. What? There's have a new not- one? Oh, my God. Is that why he's doing all those adverts with Amazon Alexa? I think so. Right. Olivia, this album... A couple of these songs are insane. <laughs> they are stupid. Right, so the first one he released was Bad Sharon, which was Feet, <laughs> feet Tyson Fury. 
What? Which was literally like just really weird, really sort of like campy, jokey, like um, grab bad Sharon from the office. Really weird. Like didn't quite like that so much. It was a bit too like um, Christmas crackery for me. But Is I'm he still like okay? It. No. Right. But my track of the week has to go to a song on the album called, and we couldn't stop listening to it and singing it like all, all weekend. It's called Darkest Night. Now to most K-Night. people- K-Night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The darkest night before Christmas. <laughs> now, most most people, they would just listen to this and hear, like, a quite, like, winter vibes pop song. Mm. But the lyrics in the, in, the <laughs> in the chorus are just something else. It goes. And I'm going to have to sing here because yeah. it's the best way to do it. <laughs> well, sing, in inverted commas. And even on the darkest night of the coldest year, it's not Christmas night every night. So come on, bring your sex alive. Bring your sex Come alive. Come and bring your sex alive. <laughs> it's honestly insane. Like, what does that mean? It means nothing. And if Christmas is nothing else, it's just something that is great but means nothing. Yeah. So, so in fact, it's the most Christmassy song the there is. Song there is. It's so funny. I will play it to you after this. It's great. There is also, I also have to shout out to a very terrible song on there that's called Snowflakes. You can imagine what that's about. Mm. And also my other favourite, Happy Birthday Jesus Christ, in which there is the lyrics. <laughs> you make people here so happy. Love that thing you did with the scampy. Happy Birthday Jesus Christ. The thing you Referring did. to the loaves, the, the the loaves, loaves and, the and the fish. On It's tapped. It is the most tapped thing I've ever heard. And it's stunning and I love it so much. And it's an absolute blessing <laughs> in this, The Darkest Night. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, and is, is Snowflakes a political commentary? It's, well, so it's, he says it, he definitely says like at one point, we're all liberal snowflakes. But he also is mainly talking about like sort of dad jokes and stuff like that. And then he also does a really, 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 really disturbing and weird cor- uh, verse about basically his dad having a male order bride, which was not very good. Right. Yeah, it's so weird. He's absolutely cracked. There's also a song on there that's like basically about because you know he's like really into aliens. There's basically no. yeah, he's really into aliens. There's like a song on there called Soul Transmission, which is basically about like are we even from this planet? Oh my god, it is. It's a it's a treat. It is an absolute treat. And if you're lucky, it'll be under the Christmas tree on Christmas Day, everybody. This is like the musical um, version of Last Christmas in the sense of like. If you're rich enough and with enough influence, you can get anything you can, made. Yeah, you can literally do whatever you want. Like, Robbie Williams could do anything, and he has. Um, <laughs> I've also found out since coming uh, back from Leeds, I think last on Sunday night, he did a like live Christmas show on ITV, so I need to watch that as well. Mm. So, anyway, you're welcome, everybody. Listen to Darkest Night, etc. That is my track of the week. Yeah, I feel like you've really given people, including me, a very big gift there. <laughs> so, thank you. You're so welcome. Well, this is the time for... Tidings of goodwill and uh, gift giving. And that's my, well, that's Robbie's gift to the world. Um, But aside from that, I just wanted to ask you, what are your favourite, like, classic Christmas songs? Eight Days of Christmas by Destiny's Child. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. We always used to sing, me and my ex always used to sing, um, instead of Christmas, because we thought it sounded like Christmas. Like you were having, doesn't it feel like Christmas? Every time we ate, like, a Christmas crisp, we would sing that. A Christmas crisp. A Christmas crisp. What, like um, like a sprout and prosecco one oh, or something? God, whatever yeah, they something, something stupid like that. Um, and I also just love 
what a time capsule the song is. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Yeah, for that. So it's basically like um, about all the different presents that each of Destiny's Child get from their like various boyfriends and um, all of the things that they are kind of coveting are very like situated in a specific place and time. So if you haven't um, listened to the song, some of the things are um, a pair of Chloe shades and a diamond belly ring. (laughs) Um, a cropped jacket and dirty denim jeans. Oh yeah. Um, oh, what else? My Mercedes. My my. What is it? CLK Mercedes. Oh yeah, CLK yeah. Mercedes. My favorite one though is Quality T.I.M.E. Yeah, <laughs> which is timeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quality T.I.M.E. Yeah, that is a banging yeah. song. They do have some like wholesome things like Quality T.I.M.E. Yeah. Um, a poem that he wrote for no. me. A nice back rub, and he massage my feet. Yes, I like how they like manage. <laughs> he massage my feet. <laughs> Um, oh, and also a gift certificate to get my favourite CDs. That is, that's time. That's, that's very time capsuling. Yeah. Love it, love it. Not just your favourite CDs, but a gift certificate to get your favourite CDs. <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't he, know what they are. He knows you so not well yeah. that he's just going to go with the gift certificate <laughs> because he's not going to take a chance and get like Macy Gray on how life is um, <laughs> because he doesn't want to take that chance. Oh God, yeah, that is a great one. I, for one, obviously, apart from the most obvious Last Christmas, which I love the most, mm. and especially special shout out to the JLS version of that when they were on X Factor, oh, and um, there and JB goes Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, and that's my favorite thing probably about Christmas ever. Um, <laughs> so aside from that, um, I also really, really have a huge soft spot for and decided it's definitely in my top five Christmas songs. Um, don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness. Oh, great which song. Is so good. They just did it perfectly. They were like, right, we're going to do a Christmas song, so it needs to have all the Christmas bits. Sleigh bells, child's choir, some romance. Just love it so much. Yeah. It's perfect. But it's also going to like be like majorly double entendre central. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Love it so much. It, love that. It's so The Darkness. Oh, I love The Darkness loads. I, I wish they'd to... come back. They still tour. Do they? Yeah, and I really, they were actually, I wanted to go see them. Maybe a and... Darkness tribute act is in your future for 2020. Fuck. <laughs> well, after my uh, solid recommendation and the weekend we've had, we've decided that next year we want to go to a Robbie, Robbie Williams tribute. That'd be amazing. Because that'd be so funny. Yeah, so, but um, that's if we can, if we can schedule it. If not, Darkness, here we come. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> So those are our uh, Christmassy, lovely songs, tracks of the week. So we don't agree with Robbie Williams's sketchy Christmas album, but we also do kind of agree with it in some ways. I'm, I'm sorry, I 100% agree with it. Okay. Well, no, 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 no. Definitely not that bit, but definitely not a couple of bits. So I... So what I said is right. I'm on the fence. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So those aforementioned bits that I just said, but what do we completely not agree with at Christmas? It's time for a Christmassy. I don't agree with it. So it's Christmas. The family's all around. People are being a bit annoying. There's food flying everywhere. You can't get a minute's piece. It's a nightmare. What don't you agree with the most about Christmas, Lucy? Right. So I had to think long and hard about this. And then I realised it was just there right in front of me. Um, I basically do not agree with at Christmas. Too many mince pies, not enough sausage rolls. Okay. <laughs> so basically, and this is, I love it to pieces, absolute, you know, key part of the family. But my grandma is always in charge of making mince pies and sausage rolls for Christmas. Come on, England, give us a go. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Thank you. Um, 
However, she always makes way too many mince pies, even though we tell her don't make as many mince pies because they don't get eaten as much. Mm. And not enough sausage rolls, which are amazing. Like okay. her sausage rolls are so good. Like artisanal. Oh, they're just stunning. They're, mm. they're pretty basic. She does little sausage pinwheels. Oh, mm-hmm. so nice. But she never makes enough of them. Way too many mince pies that always just get thrown away and I don't like waste like that. Mm. But most people, you know, only really want mince pies up until sort of Christmassy time and they don't really want them. I don't like them ever. I, I like one to two mince pies a year and I have to be very specifically be in a mood for it. Mm. And it has to be warm and I have to have a little bit of cream with it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I basically just don't agree with... Um, I just don't agree with not having enough sausage rolls at Christmas time because they're all I want, really. Dipped in a nice chutney. I don't think I ever have sausage rolls at Christmas. Really? It's, no. not, it's a very much a thing of our Christmas. It's like that we have mince pies and sausage rolls made by my grandma, who is very good at it. Okay. Yeah, it's cute. Well, so, so I guess I ra- with What's it, her name? Valerie. So out your ratios, Valerie. <laughs> We've fucking tried. <laughs> telling her, I've been telling her for years. She won't listen. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I don't agree with. What do you not agree with? Well, mine is also food related. Well, well I mean, it's Christmas. Mm. And what I don't agree with at Christmas and also any time of year, but specifically at Christmas, is a bird and a bird and a bird. Ah, a 12 bird roast. I think it's the most disgusting concept I've ever heard. Why would you want to have birds stuffed inside of one another? What? I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't get it either. Like, what's the point? I, I don't see the point of it as well. No, like, I don't. Just, just have them separately yeah, if just you want more than one. Cook them in the oven at the same time and then they won't be all like dried out and also raw. Also, I'm confused. Yeah, also I feel like it's something that's really, really hard to get the balance right on and therefore you're getting going to end up with either a really overcooked bird, which is never nice, or fucking raw bird. Which or, you know, like, you know, ha- or like half and half. Well, you don't want that either. No, you don't want that either. And I feel like it's maybe like some weird sort of hangover from maybe like the Tudor times or something where they thought it was like a showstopper. Oh, it's very cock and trees. Yeah, yes. and I just I just think it's silly. It is silly, you're right. You're not wrong. And I do not like it. <laughs> um, but that... Um, we don't have that so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i also don't agree with at christmas um people uh in my family who will not take part in the activities that i've organized who would do such a thing annoying people like maybe my uncle like maybe just and maybe just for the sake of it be like i'm not gonna do it and i'll be like but you want to do it and we're all gonna do it so like that's not in the spirit the the fun yeah we do get the odd one who tries to back out of our Mm. christmas quiz Mm. and it's like do you want to go home yeah what, what what do you think you're doing here? Yeah. Where do you get your Christmas quiz from? Or who makes it? My mum. Oh, I bet it's a good one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've written a quiz this this Christmas for my family. A quiz of the decade. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. It's still very much in the making because I'm very much, very, very much a last minute person. Okay. I'll probably still be doing it like as I read it out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's great. It's got rounds. It's got news. It's got sport. It's got film and TV. It's got music. It. It's got... It's got a little special round called Family Ties. Can we can we play it a bit um, tomorrow at Sydney Street? Uh, can you tell us some of the yeah, questions? Yeah, I can do a few that I've got ready. Yeah, why not? I want to okay. play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I'll, yeah, yeah, We can do a few few questions from it. Why not? Okay, great. There is a quiz actually tomorrow at the Sydney Street, so that'll be really good. Oh, quiz so on maybe, top of a quiz. So we'll do a quiz and then, yeah, we don't need to talk to anyone. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, we are very much looking forward to socialising and meeting new people at we the are, quiz. We love to meet new people. So here's hoping that over the next few days we have a very special time. And another woman who loves to have a special time this time of year is our very own Selene. It's, it's time for Christmas Eve Selene Watch! She's not trusting on an open fire. 
So our very own Celine has a very, very special, special gift for you this Christmas. All the way, Harkin from 1998 is Celine Dion's very own Christmas album. These are special times. Yeah, and 21 years in the making for us to get here. Yeah, and like the the album cover is like she's sort of snogging a present. Yeah, she's like sniffing it yeah. lovingly. Yeah. Nuzzling um, it. It's got all your classics on there. You've got Oh Holy Night. You've got Blue Christmas. Ave you've got Maria. Ave Maria. You've got uh, Happy Xmas. War is over. Feliz cover. Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Oh my God. Today I was walking... Um, into town which I hate doing at this time of year because it's so busy but I had to buy my boss his wife's very very soppy Christmas card I always have to go buy like the soppiest Christmas card there is like to my wonderful wife and like it's like a whole essay ew he doesn't yeah. buy his own Christmas card no I do that for him oh my yeah. god uh, yes well here we are oh, is, um, is it like like Don Draper or something I don't, <laughs> don't understand <laughs> fucking wishes um, and uh, but anyway as I was walking up I was feeling like so annoyed about having to go into town again because it's so busy and um there was but there was a lovely lovely brass band and they were playing Felice Nam and Dad and it just made me feel like really happy uh. it was like brew, 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 brew. and I was like yeah and I was like get them away anyway so <laughs> going to Paper Chase so yes we've got Chestnuts Rosing on a Fire by Celine this is a whole album of Christmas songs sung by our very own Celine what more could you want and that is really just the best gift this Christmas yeah the best Christmas news mm. oh isn't it just so enjoy that and um, think about Celine this Christmas because I'm sure she will be thinking about you. Yeah. And next week we will be coming to you with a roundup of not only 2019, but of the decade, Lucy. That's right. We are going to do a big old queer roundup of 2019, everything that's happened in the whole lifespan of queer longing so far. Mm. Um, and also this decade, it's been a wild ride yeah and if you have any ideas of things that you would like to be featured in that episode any um queer news stories or events or anything that um i don't know went on in your life that you want to share with us from 2019 yeah what what were your favorite queer films books music of this decade we want to know yeah and especially of the last year absolutely let us know and you can let us know through all the normal means you can email us queerlonging at gmail.com you can slide into our Christmas DMs at Queer Longing on Twitter or Instagram. Couldn't remember what that was called just then. Because <laughs> um, it's not like I've been on it every one second of every day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just get in touch and let us know what you think are the highlights of the year and the decade. Exactly. And from us at Queer Longing, we would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And we will be loving you, leaving you and longing for you until our decade roundup next week bye you're ruining Christmas have I ever told you about the fact that Amazing. that song for me for so long never had 
any so i bought that album in malaysia and it was like a censored version that i didn't realize what it's it had, no song it had no lyrics it was completely instrumental and then it, right at the end it just went i'll never talk to you again Stop so it. i just thought that was the whole song no yes for so long oh my god but for like so long and then like maybe <laughs> even when i came to like when I was like 17, 18 or something, like listened to it on, I don't know, something else or whatever, and was like, what? I was like, this is fucking lyrics. And I was like, well, something that makes way more sense as to why it's called like Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Yeah. So I was always just like, oh, it's just like, oh yeah, I'll never talk to you again. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, to be fair, a whole instrumental song with I'll Never Talk to You it's Again. It's really good. It's very them. It's very good as well. Yeah, well, exactly. It's like, it's like, um, I want to see some naked dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swipe up this pool. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just thought you'd like that. 